Oh yeah, this shit gonna be hard. Yeah. This shit gonna be hard. This shit gonna be hard. content any way possible man you feel me welcome home hoopers welcome back officially bro nation hoops episode eight we here man and of course yeah, I, got, I got my bros with me i got my bro peas up in the right corner what up bro what's going on bros how y'all feeling man chilling bro it's good i'm good man. baby yeah. got chino up in the left corner what up bro what's up hey y'all want to welcome us back too yo Mm-hmm. Welcome back to us. Welcome back to my guys. It's good to be back. Yeah, yes, sir. It feels good to be back, man. I'm going to hold it down in the Bro Nation Hoops then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I miss my seat over there, man. Right. I ain't even want to show y'all spots. You see, I still got P's microphone up right here. Yeah. <laughs> Just waiting for y'all to come back through. It's all good. We're going to hold it down. Mm-hmm. What's new, man? Of course, we just got to dress the elephant in the room before we get started. We get- you got to, man. You, you got, got to, to, bro. That COVID yeah. is high, huh, fellas? <laughs> hey, we look, bro nation, we out. Uh, who was we in the COVID protocols, man? <laughs> yeah, man, we in protocols, bro. Word, man. COVID came Real out here. Bro nation hoops and it spread like crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, man. it's crazy, too, bro, because all of us ain't catching that. We caught it at the same time, but we wasn't even around each other like the week before. At all. Not at all. It's crazy, bro. It's wild, bro. So, so we gonna, let's jump into a little bit of how uh, COVID affected us, right? So I'm going to start with Chino, since we all caught it, like, right around Christmas, like, right before Christmas, right? Pease, you did too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. so, yep. Chino, how, yeah. How, how you deal with COVID, bro, like, quarantining and all that with the kids in the house? Well, I think I got, I think I got COVID, like, the week before Christmas. So Christmas was, like, the last leg of my quarantine, and then I was able to be, you know, out of the, my jail cell for New Year's, so that was good. But um I mean I'm a I'm a I'm a positivity first type of guy. So it, I, I try not to let it, you know, get the best of me. But it was tough, you know, like like I tell like I say all the time on here to my hoopers, I just had my first daughter, you know what I mean? This was her first Christmas. I ain't really get to interact with her the way I wanted to, you know what I mean? That was that was a tough blow, but she didn't have other Christmases. She don't remember that. She ain't gonna remember this one anyway. But that's what I gotta tell myself. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Other than those little tough moments, you know, I'm just glad that I, I made it out with my with my life. You know what I mean? Because people dying from this thing. So Facts. if Facts. I'm still able to be here and do this, I'm. What am I complaining about? You feel me? Facts. How was how was those first couple of days of quarantine for you though? Like what you was doing? Man, I was man. I thought I was about to lose my mind, bro. That's the first time I 
I couldn't do what I wanted to do. I didn't even know how to quarantine. Like, can I touch, can I go right here? Can, <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. It was why it was tough, but it was tough the whole time. I ain't gonna lie. It didn't, it didn't get easy. <laughs> was you, was you but, down, was you actually down for a couple of days or like, you know, I think I, when I first started, I had symptoms, but then it really hit me. Like I was down mm-hmm. for like two, two, three days. Then it kind yeah. of, uh, yours was like that? Yeah. Plus how I felt, I was I was sick, sick the first couple of days. Like the whole all the symptoms they saved me to get, I felt like I had them. But it did get better. The physical part got better as the days went. But yeah. that's it. Where peas? What about <clears throat> you, bro? Yeah, no, I was just saying. I don't know if y'all remember the movie Paid in Full. My man Ace Boogie <laughs> when he <laughs> when he got robbed and he he was sitting in the chair telling uh I've got Cameron Cart the name <laughs> he was like man I'm done man like I'm hurting like <laughs> that's how I felt yo like yeah yeah I just I just felt bad man <laughs> you see when it, when, it, when it first hits you you know it's a little cough a little sore throat but like that second and third day like I was just just chilling just in the bed I just had no energy or nothing man um, yeah. But yeah just far as like Go ahead, my bad, bro. Go ahead, I was just gonna say, just as far as like the quarantine part, like I mean, I kind of treated like when I caught the flu. Um, I want to say in the summer. Matter of fact, when my um, when the baby was first born, I caught the flu somehow in the summertime. Um, so I kind of just even back then with the flu, um, this quarantine just to, so that you know the baby wouldn't catch the flu. So I kind of just treated like that, stayed in the stayed in the room to myself and all that. Um, but just mentally, like I said, I was just saying like. You can't go nowhere. You can't do what you want to do. You're trying to protect other people so they don't get it. Like it was, it was definitely mind wrecking, man. Yeah. Hey, bro, that's how that's how I know I couldn't go do no jail time, bro. <laughs> I ain't. I can't. If I got, if I can't move how I want, I get the gangs and all that. I told my yeah. wife the same thing. That's crazy, Chino. You don't yeah. only want a head in your house, though, right? Yeah. PG, you don't only want. Yeah. No, oh, no, everybody got hit up. Everybody got everybody got hit up except for the baby. That that was you know what I mean. I guess you could say that's the only good thing. But yeah, everybody got hit up. We was all walking around like he's like zombies, man. <laughs> it was rough, bro. man. Yeah, we laughing at it. it ain't funny. We laughing because we on the other side of it. So it ain't a funny thing. So I don't want nobody out there to get offended because we laughing. But Definitely. I think we we was texting back and forth. Of course, we all we got the text group. So I think peace. It probably hit you the the worst, bro. From what the texters are saying, like you was down, down. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I think it hit you first too, P. I think it was you didn't meet and grow, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, it was like I hit y'all the text really, like, oh I'm down there. I think y'all one of y'all text came to another one came. But like you yeah. said, man, we back healthy now. Definitely blessed to be back healthy. Like you said, we all made it through this thing. So Yeah, my yeah, we back. Um my household got hit pretty hard too. It wasn't I got uh my my middle daughter tested positive in school so they got they had to get her out of school so i left early that day and then mm-hmm. i think uh we all went and got tested just just to make sure so my wife was negative the whole time and my oldest daughter was negative the whole time but me my youngest and my middle was was done bro like i was i was in a basement that first quarantine day bro like mm-hmm. it, it felt like my choices and the stuff was taken away i was like <laughs> Normally I'm good. Like I, I like to come down and play the game, watch you know, watch basketball. But that day, bro, I, I ain't want to do nothing. I I just wanted to go upstairs. <laughs> so my wife, my wife is like, man, as much as you complain about not being able to go do what you want to do in the basement and spend time to man, cause now you got it. I'm like, man, it's different like that. It's different when your choices get took away from you. 
But yeah, like P said, man, we all on the other side. So shout out to whoever out there that got it, man. May y'all get through it as, as good as we did. You know, like like P's and Sal said, it had us down for a couple of days, but we made it through, man. Get some yeah. emergency. What you had, orange that Chino was telling us drink orange juice all the time. Mm-hmm. Man, I drank like four gallons of orange juice, tea, you know, yeah. taking my multivitamins, all that type of stuff. So. I think P's, you yeah. had you had uh emer- you had emergency and you had Mucinex too. No, nah, well, I had the emergency and I had my little um my daily vitamin I take every day. Then I had something else. Mm-hmm. I'll put y'all down if y'all know about it. But man, B put me on when it's called something called elderberry. Oh, yeah. I don't know if y'all know that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. sure I was taking one. that every day too. Yeah, I but had, I might keep I might up. keep taking it now. Oh yeah, the elderberry super got good. to. It's like a, it's yeah. almost like a superfood. Um, I had mm-hmm. I had orange juice like I took Chino advice. I had a drunk with a bunch of orange juice. Uh, I had some. Flu. My mother, every Christmas, my mother give us like a pack of something that some necessities, even some socks and some boxes one year, something. But this year she gave us like a box of uh, third flu, cold medicine and all that. Yeah. So I was good with that. Drunk a bunch of water, kept my fluids up and we got through it. So shout out to y'all out there, man. It's possible to get through. Keep your head up. Stay positive. Yeah. Get through it. Main thing is stay safe, man. Stay safe out here, man. This thing is real. That's what I think everybody should take away from you know what we talking about like you said we laughing because we made it on the other side you know laugh to keep from crying is what they say yeah in a real way like I'm, I'm, i'd like to be transparent with my hoopers it was i mean that in a real way laugh to keep from crying so you mean main takeaway this thing is real stay safe protect your families protect yourself right you know and, mean? and it ain't going nowhere so even when even if you had it and you out in the public man wear your mask wash your hands do what you gotta Definitely. do to stay safe so you don't bring it back home to your family so that's, that's what's key so right so yeah, I mean, bro, let's get into this hoop, man. We was down for what two weeks. So ha- Merry Christmas mm-hmm. to everybody out there. I know yeah. we missed that. Happy New Year to y'all, man. So first episode mm-hmm. of the year, about to jump into some basketball, man. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Ain't had nothing to do. What we got, but watch <laughs> basketball the last couple of weeks. Right. So let's start right. off. We talking about COVID right now. We might as well start off with the man Ki coming back. Uh, the COVID, right? He, well, not off COVID, but off his stance on COVID, entering back mm-hmm. in the league. How y'all feel about it? I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with P's on this one. How you feel about Kai coming back, P? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't gonna mess with him no more, man. Um, no, he, he looked good in his return. Um, they say he started off a little rusty, but he came back and he was the same Kyrie. Um, doing what he do, but um, I don't know. I I just still feel like. I don't know. I think he only can play the away games, right? So he can't yeah, play the home games. Same rules. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it can be cool just to have him for the, the you know the road games, but come playoff time, I don't know how that's gonna look for him. Um, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, he stood on on what he believed in, so I salute him for that. You know what I mean? So it was good they finally let him play. But just him playing half the games, I don't know how that's gonna work out. But I was watching yeah. the game the other night, seeing the highlights. He looked good to me. Looked like the same old Kyrie. Yeah, right now, um, Brooklyn sitting in second. They 24 and 12, right behind Chino Bulls. Oh. One of the East. <laughs> oh. 25 and 10. They, they number two now? The Nets number you two. You know why? The Bulls number one. Uh, okay. yeah, we can talk about that later. We can talk about all that later, bro. Yeah, Chino, how you, feel about, uh, how you feel about Kyle's return? Uh, it was dope. It was dope to see him back out there doing what he loved to do, you know what I mean? Because even with, through all his controversy, you know he a true hooper. And 
having that taken away from him, I'm sure was 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 tough. So I think it was first of all, I'm gonna say that it was dope to see him out there. But then also, you know, I think we kind of got to see how the Brooklyn Nets actually feel about what has been going on with him because you saw how the players interacted with him when he came back and it was all positive. You know, and I want I want to make this point too. I think like the direction of the league, the, the league is a lot more con- uh, conscious these days. I mean, as far as the players are concerned, they're a lot more aware, a lot more um, driven toward having independence and their freedom. So mm-hmm. I think they respect what Kai was doing. And you saw when he came back, it was nothing but love. Him and Kevin Durant doing handshakes, talking about I'm glad to have you back. You know, right. him and James Harden, you know, even Patty Mills, who's spot, he probably about to come take with embracing him. I mean, so I think I think the Brooklyn Nets are on board with Kyrie's decision and how they have to go forward with him. And so I think it's dope, man. I think that's that's the direction of the league these days. Well, yeah, I don't think you can I don't think having Kyrie is a negative unless like like P say made a good point about chemistry and you know only playing half the games. That's kinda of tough to be in and out, but I guess he practicing with him and all that stuff too. So I don't know. Kind Natural Not to cut you off, bro. He a superstar. Like it's different when you're talking about a superstar level talent. Like those guys, mm-hmm. as long as they can practice and, and be in shape, they they know how to fit in. You know what I mean? They know how to play basketball in a and you know what I mean and and just jump into a situation. Word. So I don't think you're gonna have a chemistry problem with a with especially a point guard. He's a point guard, so his job mm-hmm. is to involve the team. Word. So yeah. I don't so, really think you go ahead, peace. My bad. No, no, I was going to say, I wasn't really talking about the, the chemistry part of it. I was just saying, like, so say if they play in Milwaukee in the playoffs, um, and you know Milwaukee is a tough out for them without Kyrie. So say mm-hmm. they beat them, you know, on the road because Kyrie there, but then they come home, but Kyrie can't play. I was just saying, like, I don't, you know, man, that'll be a crazy situation. Um, like, do you, you know what I mean? Do you, do you sneak them in the game while, while they ain't looking or something at home? Like, I don't know. It's just, be, it's just going to look crazy. That's all. Hey, bro, tell him to cut his head and change his number. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, hey, Chino, you you got up. You brought up a good point, bro, about pros being able to, uh, you know, just be in, jumping in and out as long as they're in shape. And I mean, we we talking about that. We might as well be talking about all these ten day contracts that they they giving out to all these old professionals. Now, I mean? my thing is, let me get one. Handing <laughs> <laughs> them out like hotcakes. Hotcakes. Who 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 got there so far? Joe Johnson. Isaiah Thomas, I think they was the two biggest ones. I'm pretty sure they handed yeah. out a bunch of them for the G League contract. We got like five, 10 days on our team alone. We got Mac McClung, Jordan Bell. We got uh, Alfonso yeah, McKinney. Oh, y'all got Jordan Bell. Um, I don't know that. Right. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of, we've been, we been running through the G League, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good time. I didn't, I've been seeing on social media, like the G League players getting called up, like the, their coaches going to that rooms and you know giving them that information but we was talking before this right and, and chino said you know them 10-day contracts they holding them to them right at that 10 day they <laughs> get them out of there so i said That's good. i didn't even know joe johnson was gone I, I figured he came back you know what i mean he was gonna do do good score a couple points they gonna let him hang around a little bit but that's crazy so i, I want to listen them um go ahead go ahead peace no, I I think Lance Stevenson got one too. He actually had like twenty something points against, uh, matter of fact, against Brooklyn the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, First like quarter. Cle- yeah, like he was clearly that game. Like sorry to say, like the best player on the Pacers that night. 
Word. So like after them ten days, you gonna let that man go? Like, yeah, you gotta give him another chance, man. That's tough. I think them guys, like them, them big name guys, like Lance and all them, Isaiah Thomas, for sure deserve to stay in the NBA. But I think the reason I just thought about this too, the reason we seeing so many contracts is because everybody and they not keeping them is because they only getting them because people in COVID protocol. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the roster, you know, if, yeah, they just filling space at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't think they really looking for like permanent situation. I mean, well, it but it can happen because, like I said, we signed, we actually ended up signing Alfonso McKinney from his 10-day. That's the only real mm-hmm. signing I know. But it ain't really happening like that because they only, they doing it to fill roster spots, spots until true, people so. get back. That's true. So, like, what you do when that 10, you know, when that uh, that player come back off of protocol, is like, you can't just be like, nah, bro, we don't need you no more. Yeah, yeah facts. And he already probably got his contract nine times out of ten. His contract is guaranteed. Facts, but so I'm a. I, I guess I'll put you in a position. I put y'all two in a position of somebody getting a ten day contract that you kind of know is not guaranteed. Like I guess on the one hand, you grateful and you gonna go play so that just in case somebody see you while you playing. But on mm-hmm. the other hand, you only get them ten days. So in that position, what how what's your emotions like, Pease? Like how how would you feel? You get the call up, and then you got you know what I mean, just get dropped right back off. <laughs> I mean, just getting a call, I mean, I'm pretty sure I'd definitely be excited, man. You know what I mean? Just been out the league. Um, so, yeah, I'd definitely be excited, but I don't know. I'd go out there and play play my tail or hoop as hard as I can, try to put on the show. And I guess just everybody going into it, they don't necessarily know they're going to get cut. It's probably, you know, a good chance. Yeah. But, sure. I mean, but, you know, you never know anything's possible. I mean, you can, like you say, put up 20-point, 30-point game and, you never know. Another team might sign you for the rest of the year. So, no, I definitely got there and still give it my all. But, sure. yeah, I don't know. Sure. What about you, Gino? Exactly what P said. Like, you never know where opportunity can come from in, in any in any area. So, it, it's like you practice you, you practice good in the, in the dark. So, when the light come on, you can shine. So, if you're doing that, that's all you should focus on as a player. That was you know nice right there. <laughs> <laughs> But if I'm a hooper, which I which I am former one leg in, one leg out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know, you take advantage of any opportunity no matter what it is, because you never know what can come from that. Yeah, yeah. I'm playing devil's devil's advocate, but you know, of course, I don't think you can look at any situation like that getting caught up as a negative, like cause you about to leave. So you gotta take full advantage of, you know, just to take it as as it go. It is what it is. You either gonna get a shot or you ain't. That's the At the end of the day, it's the NBA. You feel right. me? I already, I already say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. It's probably the best shot you can get. So you go up there audition. Mm. You never know what can come from that. But, yeah. Uh, right. Pease, you asked us a question before, too. So I think what you asked, you said, who would we like to see? What's yeah, so, like, they hand out all these 10-day contracts. Now, I was just saying, like, who that's outside the league right now? Um, of course, it got, I guess it would be a veteran or somebody. But who would y'all, who would y'all like to see the to get it, I guess, a 10 day contract. Mm, I got one. Oh, you Go ahead, girl. Who, who you got, girl? Jamal Crawford. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> I think from, you know, he, I think he like a guest uh, host on All the Smoke now. So he'd be talking a lot of stuff about how he's still in shape. I think mm-hmm. Jamal Crawford is going to forever be a bucket. So, hey, you know, mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas coming in, he, you know, he'll score point guard, scoring point guard, I think Jamal Crawford coming to do the same thing. When he was with Phoenix, what was year was that? The bubble? 
something like that. I think he was still doing his thing a little bit when he got called in, but I think Phoenix was his last stop, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think I think they said he was like, I don't know if he was the oldest person, not maybe not the oldest, but he was somewhere like he was the the oldest person to come out of the bench or something to score 50. It was something crazy like that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. But yeah, I say Jamal. Yeah. Who you who you who would to, you like to see Chino? I'm gonna have to piggyback off girl because it would have been Joe, but we already seen Joe. Cause I mm-hmm. I, I I watched the big three a little bit here and then Joe looked like, you know, he could wow. still, yeah, he can still be out there. So, other than Joe, I had to say Jay Cross, Jay Crossover. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because that's what I was going to pick too. I, I ain't capping you. That's, that's what I was going to pick too. Because I, I follow yeah. him on Twitter. I follow him on Twitter and he always talking about, you know, how he should be in the league and all that. Right. Yeah. And like I said, that man, a walking bucket. Yeah. Yo, it's crazy hey, but, but, to me that IT struggling like this, bro. And he was like MVP level and took the subjects deep in the playoffs that one year. He was there when it, remember when his sister died and he yeah. still played. Yep. What's, yeah. I don't understand what's happening right now. Yeah, is, well, he, I, is he struggling on the 10 days? I know he, he started with uh no, the Lakers and then he's he, killing with Dallas. Well, I, I know with the Lakers, um, I ain't watched too many games where he played, but like being on like watching like the Nick the Lakers like news and stuff like that. I know they were saying like he was like a liability on defense. So I do know mm-hmm. that you know the Lakers they don't need no bad defenders right now. So he was scoring, mm-hmm. but defensive wise they were saying he was a liability. So, mm. Well, that's tough. I ain't really think about that, but I, man, it's liabilities everywhere, bro. Yeah. I mean, it. I guess you got to balance out what he actually bring. If he bring enough scoring, or do you need his scoring? Uh, I guess. Right. LeBron been on a roll lately too, so. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, you know, I think because because LA is in super win now mode, they're looking for something to fix that they don't got to work on. You know what I mean? They're looking for something that's like ready made to go with what they got. I think mm-hmm. I think Isaiah Thomas is just waiting to find his, you know, yeah. fit. And I don't think it's where LA or, or Dallas really. Dallas got uh, number thirteen piece. You probably know his name, but Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson, same type player. Yep, so I don't think, you know, Isaiah Thomas stay there because he definitely is the same type. He's been getting buckets. But I heard J.K. Mm-hmm. Can talk about him and saying how much he trusts him and, you know, letting mm-hmm. him actually run the show when he in the game and listening to his ideas. So that was dope to see just popping up yeah. out of nowhere. I guess this the time – excuse me. I guess this the time that, you know, those players as well, the bench players and all that stuff step up, mm-hmm. you know, during this time yeah. with all these stars out. But, you know, speaking along those lines, we got one of the – was what would y'all say the second greatest shooter, third, fourth, somewhere on, on the? I don't know. I just call him the other splash, bro. Because <laughs> yeah, they so close. Clay Thompson is due to return this Sunday, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Against Cleveland, I think. This Sunday, Clay Thomas, after what two year, two year break? Two years, bro. Two, yeah. Y'all excited about it? What y'all think? I was, I saw Ochino on this. What you think about it, bro? I'm, man, I'm happy for Clay, man. And I'm happy for going to state, yo, because they the type of team, like, I ain't going to lie, if I wasn't as a diehard of a, of a Bulls fan as I am, I'd probably be, that'd probably be my team, not because of the championships they won, but because of the way they're doing what they're doing. Like, yeah. when Clay went out, they didn't panic. They didn't try to, like, overcompensate. They didn't blow the team up. I mean, they put a plan together. They stayed patient. They developed their young guys. And now they look unstoppable, bro. Like I love that kind of process. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm more of a process guy than a than a than a um, you know bandwagon jumper. Uh, more on everything. 
I like the way they handled the process, and I can't wait for him to come back and get what he deserves because people counting him out. You see, he ain't even make top. Clay ain't make top seventy five, bro. Like, yeah, come on, bro. What they got three rings? Clay got like three rings too. Oh my god, I think it's three. Yeah, three. three. Yeah, they That's got three. That's a tough one, bro. Crazy. To be top five shooters in the world, even though he his his numbers probably not there yet, but everybody clearly know Clay Thompson one of the top five, if not four. You bro, know? they are there. It, before he got hurt, he was on same par with close. He was close to Steph before he got hurt. Jeez, oh, the three, and averaging yeah. yeah threes per season and all that. Their numbers was close. Jeez, yeah, yeah. It's good to yeah, see the piece. Yeah, they and they don't win those championships without Clay. Even with that, even when they had KD, they don't win no championships without Clay at all. Like they say, he was playing defense on the best, uh, the obviously team's best player. Like they say, and he was still putting up twenty plus a game. So yeah, they don't win no championships without Clay. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. So that man, he a superstar that does dirty work, bro. Like mm -hmm. what? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So y'all, you happy to see him coming back out there, Pete? Yeah, Clay, he's one of my favorite players to watch, man. You know, Steph do all this crazy stuff, but like Clay, like just the way he played the game, man. Like, then he got that little, he got a little swagger about him, like, like he unfazed, like he got that that chip on his shoulder, like you know what I mean. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care who he playing, like you can't guard me type mentality. Like, I think even when they played LeBron in the finals that year, like he was clowning LeBron that time. Um, no, I, I just, I just like the way he carries himself, man. Um, but yeah, bro, it's, it's been it's been a long time coming, and I don't know if y'all remember when they played the Raptors and they lost. He got hurt that season. That series, right? Um, yeah. I th I think if he would have stayed healthy, they would have won, and he would have got Finals MVP with Steph there. Hmm. Guaranteed, bro. I felt I said this yesterday. That's crazy. You said that. I said I was talking. Forgot who I talked to. I said the same thing yesterday, bro. Like I know that in yeah. my heart, they win that. They win that, bro. Yeah. Cause you 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 could finally see like he was hitting that. He was making that leap to where though he was always in Chef Steph and um in the shadow of Steph. But, like he was making that taking that next step to it though like he was becoming the superstar for real. like like i said he was just carrying himself going you know bucket for bucket with uh Kawhi, god and Kawhi. Yeah, like bro. he was just taking that next level then he got hurt so it's a great point it's, it's crazy because it don't even seem like now that i guess he he coming back it don't seem like he's been gone that that long but two seasons but right now golden state sitting at number two they 29 and 9 in the west uh phoenix over top of them utah under them so they're in a great position for him to come in and still, you know, get acclimated and adjusted to, you know, the flow of the NBA. So it's going to be fun to right. watch, bro. Like I said, bro, because because of the way that they develop their young guys, Clay don't got to come back and be no, nothing. You know what I mean? He just got to come back and, and work himself into the system again, even though I don't think he's one of the type of guys that I think he's going to come back and do his thing. But the fact that I think he's going to come back playing like spot minutes, he probably played like 15, 20 minutes. So without him, the minutes without him on the court, you still got Jordan Poole, Toscano Anderson, Kaminga, Gary Payton, second, GP two, bro. Like it, they, I, I got them winning the chip, the chip. Hey, hey Chino, let me ask you this though: uh, when he come back and he get fully healthy, Steve Curry say he's starting. So who, who do you put to the bench? Uh, Andrew Wiggins or Jordan Poole? Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Really? Yeah. He been, he been killing yeah. this year. Got to. Andrew Wiggins one of the best three point shooters in the league right now though, <clears throat> and he is a, a better defender than than Poole. Word. and I think true. It, that's it, true. It helped, that's it true. Helped, it helped Golden State uh, with Jordan Poole coming off the bench along with um Gary Payton. Like true. that that second unit, bro. 
it's gonna be a Crazy. starting five, bro. Like the way they've been playing Crazy. lately is is terrible. And they still bro, it's got, gonna be they still don't got Wiseman. They still they still don't got Wiseman yet. So it's it's gonna be bro. tough, bro. That bench is GP two, Jordan Poole, Toscano Anderson, and uh Jordan Kaminga. Jonathan Kaminga. That's nuts, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's nuts. Crazy, bro. I heard uh Steve Kerr put out a quote or he said something about Gary Payton uh the second uh asking if they gonna keep him for the rest of the year. He was like, I'm not the manager or I'm not the owner, but I can tell you right now we keeping him. <laughs> that's that's pretty dope to hear, man. They'd be crazy to let him go. Super dope to hear, man. So yeah, two two superstars coming back to the NBA. You know, amongst all this COVID and all this kind of bad news, that's some that's some light to set shed some light on the league. Get get people interested right. a little bit more to watch. But at the same time as these two stars coming in, you got you know one of the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest power forward to ever play the game. You know what I mean? You got him leaving. You got his jersey up in the Raptors in, in the Maverick <laughs> Stadium now, man. So of course, shout out Big Dirk Nowitzki. Finally got his Big Dirk. Huh? Big Dirk. <laughs> finally, got his, finally got his his number up in the Raptors, man. And and I saw as well Mark Cuban putting that statue out in front of the uh, the Mavericks uh, arena. So that's pretty dope, man. So shout out to Dirk. I definitely want to get my guy's opinion on, you know, the legacy Dirk left, and you know. I know we had him in a yeah. fan compare not too long ago, <laughs> which is a dope debate. So if you ain't see that, go back and watch our past episodes. But right now we ready to give Dirk his flowers. So Tease, what you think about Dirk, bro, retiring and leaving the game? Um, like, no, like you said, we had him in a fan compare. And y'all, if y'all don't know, you only make my fan compares because you, <laughs> you know what I mean, you consider the you know a good pull, great, a great player. Yes, sir. But um, mm-hmm. but no, man, he he was like one of the, I guess, the, the original player that didn't do it by himself. And I, I always got respect for him, but like beating that LeBron super team by himself, but not by himself, but you know, he was the lone superstar yeah. on that team. Um, he didn't go recruit nobody. He just stuck to what he believed and he stayed with uh, Dallas and grinded. Um, that one leg is fade away. Like nobody could ever stop it. Um, yeah, no, he just one of the best scores the league has ever seen. Um, put Dallas on the map, I guess you say again. Yeah, I can say give him his flowers now because he he definitely was a monster the whole entire uh, – well, he played like 20 seasons in the league or something like that. Yep, 19, yeah. like 20, 20. Yep, 20. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like once Steve Nash left him, I thought he was going to be in trouble. But like once Steve Nash left Dallas, like he elevated his game even more and won the MVP and then won a ring. So I always got respect for him and got saluted for that. Yep, average 20.7 his entire career. Uh Points wise, rebound wise, I think he averaged close to eight, close to three assists a game for twenty years, bro. That's that's pretty tough to do, man. He, I think it's his mm-hmm. highest average season. He averaged thirty eight a, a game in two thousand eight. I think they won a they won a chip in two thousand ten, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Dirk averaged forty a game, almost forty, bro. Yep, they say thirty seven point uh thirty seven point. Oh, down tripping. My bad. My bad. He averaged his highest was 27 a game. My bad, I'm tripping. Oh, uh, I'm about to say. 27 a game. Yeah, man. Chino, what you think about Dirk, though, bro, overall, watching his career? I, I think we all been watching basketball since Dirk, you know, came. We got to see his whole career yeah. play out. So, yeah. what you think about it, sir? Man, he a legend, bro. He's well-deserved. I think it was a little overdue. Maybe he was just trying to put the process together. That's what took it so long. But I think it was overdue. 
I mean, he's a legend, bro. Like, he he one of them guys that's not on the same scale as, as Steph or LeBron and them, but he changed the game. He's a contributor to the difference in the way basketball is played. Right. And he's a contributor in the difference to where the game has spread to. Like, Luca and Chris Dabbs are direct, you know, I don't want to call them kids, but are direct, like, descendants, descendants of what Dirk did. You know what I mean? They come from that same, like, he's the blueprint for who, for who, what they are. So, that's, he, he deserves nothing less, I don't think. You know what I mean? Hall of Fame up next. I mean, before Dirk, is it is it any other overseas player that achieved kind of what he achieved that I'm missing? I, I know Elijah Warren, of course. Yeah, Elijah Warren. Uh, I mean, other than the only other guy that was uh that was like that, but didn't he didn't achieve as much as Dirk was Drazen Petrovic. He was he was mm-hmm. tough, but he I think he passed away uh young. And he but he didn't get to get the accomplishments, but he was the first to like that people really respected from more than I also yeah. think Dirk is on on a different level than um, Elijah Ron as well because Elijah Ron went to college here. I think he went he played for the University of Houston. Yeah, facts. Dirk didn't do college here, so he he kind of straight from Germany. So trailblazer on it, straight from straight from the pros in Germany. I think mm-hmm. uh, Greek freak followed along. He ain't go to college here, you know. So it's it's a bunch mm-hmm. of. I think he, he might have been the first to do that. I'm not sure. Get a blueprint for him too. Like we, you can you can yeah. go in there with Luca and him. Yeah, definitely. definitely. It, it was definitely good to see my guy get his get his roses, man. You know, Dirk was my my first favorite player. Uh, when I mm. when I was old enough to really understand basketball and watch basketball, so shout out to Dirk, man. Shout out to Dallas Mavericks. That was a dope ceremony. I think it was like an hour long ceremony, mm. <laughs> halftime. Something it's crazy. Mm. But, Shout out to Mark Cuban too, yo, because he said I caught a clip. I forgot where I seen it. At. He said um, that the statue that they putting up is going to be in the front of every arena forever. Forever. Where, wherever they move to, they are going to put the statue there. So that's yeah. lit. Word, that's tough, man. That that and you you know you hear one of the greatest point guards, Jason Kidd, talking about his career and what he <clears throat> what he admired about Dirk. So. Overall legend, like Chino said, man, it's just dope to see a guy like that get his flowers and a guy like that to be appreciated the way he was. So, oh, what, what that picture is right there, bro? <laughs> oh, that? No, I mean, that's just a little, yeah. little sort of hoop. You know I mean? Got my guys, got my, you know what I mean? Ooh, okay. Tough. Had to throw them on the canvas. That's mm-hmm. tough. Yeah, I might, I might have to get a, you know, this is a this is a Trailblazers slash Bro Nation Hoops thing. But you know, I might have to throw a picture of Dirk up there, bro. Some I might have to find a, a red black. Yeah, it's only right. <laughs> Gotta change it's only it. right. Word, man. So shout out Dirk, man. Shout out to Mavericks. Like I said, it was dope to see that. Maybe Ray jump right. into uh some Bulls, Blazers, Lakers talk. <laughs> and it's gonna get real crazy right here, man. I know you <laughs> know sitting back with his arms folded right now. If you just listening, you ain't watching the broadcast because what's up, y'all. His bull sitting number one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Our team, Peace Lake is doing a little bit better than my Blazers, but we can we'll save my Blazers for last. <laughs> let's talk some good stuff right now. Let's bring the energy up a little bit. Let's talk about Chino Bulls, man. Chino, how you feeling hey, about your boy, Mr. Fourth Quarter, bro? How you feeling? Hey, bro. I'm feeling, I'm feeling like a prophet. Mm. I'm feeling prolific because I said this. Word. I told people he was the guy, and it's just it's happening. You know what I mean? He 
they took the chains off him in Chicago. I think I think in in, in San Antonio they was trying to make him a facilitator, more so than mm-hmm. you know a lead guy as far as scoring and controlling the ball. Period. Here we letting everybody be who they are, down from Lonzo to the last man on the bench. Everybody is getting to be who they are. So you're seeing what's really going on. And like man, like. I'm just happy, bro. I'm just happy that <laughs> finally <laughs> we finally got some 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 good energy around the team, bro. Because I've been like I said, I'm a, I'm a real fan. I've been down with them since '08, so mm-hmm. just to see us here right now and and, and, and flourishing, and everybody having to eat their words. You know what I mean? Talking about we are we gonna be irrelevant forever and all that. You know, home my homeboys, you talking trash. Can't really say too much right now. You know I mean? <laughs> ain't, too, ain't really too many jokes you can crack right now. So yeah, I'm loving definitely. it. <laughs> Good, good quality wins, bro. I think y'all got y'all starting in the mid December. Y'all beat the Lakers. Right after that, beat Houston, Indiana, Atlanta, Atlanta, Pacers, Wizards. That's and, a long list, bro. And Orlando, y'all on like a almost a ten game winning streak. Is that, playing, we eight and zero right now. Playing uh, Washington tonight, mm-hmm. probably another win there. That was a tough game. Hey, let me mention too, my man. When my man left, with the went in the COVID protocol, he was the player of the week before that. When he came back, player of the week again. So I just want to throw that out there. Word, bro. I mean, it's dope to see. Uh, Peace. What you think about these boys, bro? You you think they for real or, or they or they shot? No, them? man. I, I'm gonna give them their flowers too, man. So I'll, Tino, I'm gonna give y'all props, man. Y'all y'all looking good this season. I got. My I know God, in, the beginning, in the beginning of the season, I said they're gonna be like what, like six or seven. You said we there. was like Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, I said Atlanta, <laughs> uh, Atlanta, Charlotte. But no, yeah, I, I you got, put us in that in that category. I don't know what yeah. that was. <laughs> I, I got hey, I, you called it. I got to eat my words, man. Like I was completely wrong. Oh, I was completely wrong. Every I, I ain't been watching too many games, but like the highlights I see and all that, like. Even the, the game they losing, like they end the games. Um, the highlights in the watch, like I said, they they beating good teams. Chemistry look good. Um, so they, they look like they legit to me, girl. I, I ain't got nothing bad to say about them. DeMar <laughs> the Rosen, your ass, he playing like an MVP type candidate. Um, Zach Levine right there with him, all star level. Um, yeah, they, they, they looking good. They looking good. Yeah, right now DeMar averaging twenty seven a game, uh, five rebounds a game, five assists a game, bro. Like mm-hmm. they, they, I can't say nothing either. I gotta eat my words too. I, <laughs> I, it's still early, but I don't think they. I don't think they gonna let their foot off the gas, bro. I don't think uh-huh. it's still it's early enough that you can kind of you know say they they phony or they gonna fall off. I think they showing what they actually is. They only gonna mm-hmm. get better once they keep playing together and once all this COVID you know stuff kind of scoot to the side a little bit. Which because uh, we still ain't healthy. Yeah. We ain't been healthy since the start of the season and we swept LA and Brooklyn. Word. That's a that's that should show you. Like, you mean we yeah, we for real. Like swept LA and Brooklyn, both good games. I think I watched uh the LA game. That was a good game. I think it was 110, 150, something like that. Close game. Yeah. You talking about the Clippers or the Lakers? The Lakers. Oh well we sweeping the Lakers the, this year, it's not really a big change. deal, but we we did it's it's so that's a double edged sword. We we swept the season series against LA, but we swept the weekend against LA when we played the Clippers in LA back to back. Okay, also, so I mean, just want to throw that out there too. Thirteen, you know and four, thirteen and four at home, eight and twelve. The last ten games, twelve and sixteen on the road, bro. Y'all looking good, bro. 
Yeah. But I tell you this because I, I watch every game. I I I try, I'm gonna tell you the reason, right? The reason is because it's from the from the head down, Paul. The coach is allowing everybody to be themselves. One that in turn makes people it makes players want to play. So you can see when they play in the game, they want to play whether they down or up. They they are in the game. So that's the first step. Then you got three former All Stars, you know, in in uh, Gooch. Demar and Zach, who don't have to play at the highest level of their role. You know what I mean? They don't, if they play at the highest level of their role, that's we're blowing teams out. But if they just play efficient basketball, where that's how we're winning games because it's three, it's all star level talent at three critical spots on the floor. And we play defense, we play team defense, like right. extra effort, you know, second, third effort. You know, that's the difference between us and a lot of teams in the league. People try to get the rebound one time and it's over. You know, we get we we get, we even missed the rebound. We diving on the floor for it, or if it's going out of, you know what I mean, that's the difference. Good point. Good point. Before we before we go to the east, right? We I mean, before we go to the west and the Lakers and the, and the Blazers, might as well stay in the east. So I'm I'm gonna just read the top six right now. Top six still: Chicago, Brooklyn, Milwaukee third, uh, Miami fourth, Philly fifth, um, Cleveland still in there at six. And then in a play-in seven through ten, you still, you got Toronto, Charlotte, Washington, and the Knicks. Outside of that, you got Boston and Atlanta. That's tough right there for those two teams, bro. So I want I want to get y'all y'all opinions on those two teams because they was up they was up there these last couple seasons that just passed. So what y'all think the problem is right now with a with a Boston that's sitting at eighteen and twenty one and Atlanta sitting at seventeen and twenty? Can they turn it around or y'all think it's you know, it's it's kind of done for them right now. Chino's well, yeah. my bad people. Well, I think, you know, it is I think it's amplified because of the expectations from last season. Like Atlanta made the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So they them themselves and us as fans, you know, had high expectations for them. So it's it's a harder blow when they don't produce. But I think that I don't think they really ever had the um not to sound crazy, but I don't think they really ever had the level of the right mix of veteran leadership and talent to to really be there. You know, last year a lot of things happened that fell in their in their in their favor, which happens to any team every year. If you happen to win a championship, things have to go in your favor for you to get there. It's just that's how it is in the NBA. I think a lot of things fell in their favor last year. And this year teams, you know, caught up to everybody's caught up to what they were. So they gotta I think they gotta do some roster work. And I think um the same with Boston, like Boston, I, they just it just ain't been working for the last couple of years. I never thought I would say this, but I'm on I'm on Mr. Blow 'em up time right now with that team. You go, <laughs> <You'll see. laughs> yeah, because it's like I don't know what it is, but it ain't working. That's crazy. We got we got a sound on the board now for for Pete for Mr. Blow 'em up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been saying for the past couple of seasons, you got to blow them up, man. They they say, fact, I think, yeah. I think they've been healthy this year. They've been trying to plug in different players to the roster to kind of, you know, take them over to that next step. But it just ain't working. Whatever it is, it just ain't working. Um, I I saw something the other day with um Jason Tatum said something about, you know, when he first came in the league, he was going to the conference finals every year and stuff like that. So he just automatically threw that. He automatically thought that winning basketball was gonna be easy in the NBA, but he was like, man, it's been far from it pretty much. So it's just like. You ain't doing nothing but going down like sooner or later. 
Y'all know what I say. You gotta blow it up, man. You, you gotta try something different, man. You got to. You gotta try something different. So I saw. I say all that to say I, I don't think the Celtics going nowhere. Um, uh, who, who else we say? Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, I, I got to eat my words again. I was wrong about Atlanta. I thought that conference run they had last year was going to propel them to a you know what I mean another playoff run this year. Maybe not the conference finals, but I at least thought they'd be at least the top five. But Word. they're not even the playoff front. Like that's that's crazy. Like I say, I got to eat my words again. Word. And it's like to be fair to all teams, of course, it's still early. It's, I think it's right around All Star break. About to come up pretty soon, so still first half of the season. You still got forty something games, forty one games on the second half, so you always mm-hmm. turn it around. But I think right now you start to see who teams are kind of right around the All Star break, and then coming from the All Star break. So it's it's sad to see, man, the Jason Tatum and um Jalen Brown that can't really. I guess they kind of do the same thing like my boys, but I don't know, bro. I think it is time to you know shut that down on that end, yeah. not my boys. Shut that down. Yeah. Hey yo, I was watching um forget what I was watching. I think I was watching NBA today on ESPN and they was talking about um Boston. And they were saying like and I think it was Kendrick Perkins made a made a good point. He said um them two guys, Jalen and, and Jason, are still two young guys that still have their eyes set on a lot of individual accomplishments along with trying to win a championship while doing that. I don't think they've gotten to the point where they realize you know, you gotta you gotta put some things to the side to get to the championship, not necessarily to get the individual accolades. Like, so they, I think they have in that struggle, and it's kind of like it's showing because they don't really. Their problem, I think, is ball movement. When you see him play, like they, the ball is real stagnant. Jason Tatum, you know, ISO everything. Every Jalen Brown ISO everything. Marcus Smart shooting shots. Who knows why he's shooting them? Facts. You know what I mean. <laughs> That last game against so, the Knicks that just passed the three-point he shot, bro, is ridiculous with, with the last couple of seconds. I mean, he – With Jalen Brown wide open. Word. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I did see that. But, yeah, I, I think I'm on – I'm think I'm on the board with uh with Pease, but, you know, blow these guys up, man. I Atlanta, I'm not sure. I ain't watched them enough. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to say, you know, cat for mm-hmm. what the younger people say. <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't going to say cat, bro. I don't know nothing about what uh Atlanta doing, but it's sad to see them struggling from – coming from an Eastern, you know, Eastern Conference run like they had last year and, and a run that Trey was having to see them kind of struggle now. So mm. I, don't, I don't really know what to tell you. Y'all Atlanta fans out there, y'all Atlanta Hoopers out there, hit us up, man. Let us know what's going on with y'all ATL team, bro. ATL sort of be right now, man. What's going on with them Hawks, bro? We can't really blame it on COVID because everybody getting hit with COVID. So, Facts. yeah, mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, crazy. COVID, COVID don't get you 17 and 20 and sitting at 12. <laughs> right, right. And let, let me ask y'all this though before we go to my, I mean my my good Lakers over there. Um, so y'all were talking about the Celtics in the uh the Knicks game. Did y'all see that uh the Knicks came back and won that game? Did y'all see that the uh, uh Julius Randle made some kind of like gesture to the crowd, pretty much telling them to shut up or something like that? Yeah, he gave him a thumbs down after he laid the ball up. Yeah. So yeah. how how y'all feel about that though? I mean, as far as he pretty much was saying, I, I guess he was saying like. You know, because he was coming back like, no, don't cheer for us now because when we was losing, mm-hmm. like, you know, y'all was booing us, but don't cheer for us now type thing. Like, yeah. just, I guess just fans of the game or just who was like, how do y'all feel about that? You know what I mean? It's just from his perspective, do y'all think he was wrong? I, I, I can understand it from both, from both sides. I kind of understand, you know, 
I'm I'm not a fair weather fan type of person, bro. So if you want to be at the games, you paying your money to come and root for that team. Like, why would you spend your time booing? I know it's I know it's disappointing, but in the NBA nowadays, anything can happen, bro. You've seen teams come back from 20, 35, 40 sometimes. You know what I mean? So anything can happen, but you you paid your money to go see that team, bro. Why would you waste your time booing? But at the same time, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I can understand you paying your money and being disappointed in the product that you see on the floor. So, but mm-hmm. from Julius Randle, I think you got to handle that a little bit more professional. You can mention it, you can talk about it in the media. But nowadays, you know, you got Trey Young on the other end when they doing good. You know, you everybody celebrate the it's cold in here or talking to the audience when it's cold. So, I mean, you gotta. Mm-hmm. Play NBA players got feelings too, bro. That's all they they hear me too. Is no matter how professional they trying to be, something is going to affect them. And I think that you know being down and then struggling to come back, them emotions is like, nah, man, don't try to be on my. That's like anybody that you know came from a bad spot and now they up, and now everybody want to be on board with what they doing. So I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. What about you, Chino? I understand it too. From from the perspective of Hooper and fan, like as a fan, you know you do, it's you have an emotional attachment to uh, attachment to the game, especially New York fans. They from you know that's the mecca of basketball, so you, they have an emotional right. attachment to the game. So you get it when, especially when they was good last year, they did whatever they all that they did last year, and now they have to they struggling. They're not doing bad, but they they're not doing as well as they were doing, or as well as they were expected to be doing this season. So you understand, but then as a hooper, like Gras said, you get it as well. Like you know, what I mean, I'm out here giving my best effort, and y'all booing me. And then when it when things start to turn around, and you wanna, you know, right. you wanna cheer, like that's fair weather, and that's it, like it's just the way of being a fan is emotional. You gotta have some type of emotion to be out there on the court, going at it like that. That's basketball is an emotional game. You know what I mean? Thanks. So. Right. Right. As that from that perspective, yeah, get out, get out my face. I don't want to talk to you. But that's just the game to me, though. Like I think the re- I'm cool with both sides of it because that's that's what makes basketball basketball. Like right. that's what makes it like, yeah, forget y'all. And as as a fan, that's like, man, these guys is trash. You know what I mean? That's what mm-hmm. that's what that's what basketball. That's a part of the game. So yeah, I get it from both, both ways. Speaking on that, Chino, like. I, I agree basketball is definitely an emotional game. So I don't think you can judge a, a person from, you know, when they end the game. You know what I mean? I at all. Y'all y'all both know, and for the hoopers out there, you know, I don't curse at all. Like, in real life, I just it's just a, <coughs> a choice that I made for some reason. I don't know, and it, I don't feel, you know, comfortable cursing now. It's just a weird feeling. But when I'm in playing basketball, bro, you might hear curse words. You might hear. Anything mm-hmm. come out my mouth when I'm playing bad. I'm so competitive and I'm so into the game. So I definitely cursed right. a couple of times. I didn't have people look at me like, oh, you just, what you just say? And I can't say it again because, you know what I mean, the emotion <laughs> out there. So I, I definitely yeah. understand. I, I'm not going to judge him and say, you know, he's a bad person just because that's what he did. But it's the right. game. I like the way you put it. And that. I ain't going to tell him, I ain't going to tell him to, you know, be quiet and, and heavy. I heard Shaq say heavy as head. No. Forget y'all, because y'all the same way I could say y'all could say forget me when I'm doing bad. I could say forget y'all when y'all being fair weather. You know what I mean? And then tomorrow we'll have a good game and everybody be on the same page, and then it'd be cool. That's just basketball. What you think? I, I like. No, I was just I was just about to play devil's advocate and just say I'm going with the fans, but with just with, with Chino just said it. 
that's a good way of putting it though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, nah, I can say forget y'all and we cool tomorrow. Just like y'all booing me now, and now y'all cheering for me. That, that's a good way of putting it. Cause I was I was very lean, I was very good with like pretty much with Shaq and and Chuck was saying, mm-hmm. Charles Bartley, like how they were saying, like, if you're supposed to be the man of a you know the franchise, like you you're supposed to know what comes with the territory. So if y'all playing like trash, you no, know, the fans. They, you know, mm-hmm. they lick it up. They got B in their system. They getting tired of y'all losing. They gonna move yeah. y'all because y'all y'all playing like trash. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not even just basketball. That's that's any sport. Y'all know. Right. You know what I mean? You watching football, baseball, any sport. If you you're a diehard fan and you there watching the game, your team playing like trash, especially for the whole season. No, them fans gonna boo, man. But then, mm-hmm. you know, sports is sports. When they start winning, no, we gonna clap now because they coming back. We got something to cheer about. Yeah. So like I say, it's all a part of the game. It's all a part of sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, at the end of the day, you know, the players are human beings, so they got emotions too. So I, mean, I guess I can't respect them telling them to uh, sit down. Like, don't try to cheer for us now. But then I was saying, like Shaq and, and Charles Barton was saying, like, but if you're supposed to be the, the head guy, like I, I've seen players say, well, yeah, they got a reason to, to boo for us. We was playing like trash. Mm-hmm. So I have seen players do that. You know what I mean? So I was just saying, Maybe Julius Randle is just not ready for that spot, like especially not in New York, because y'all know the goat used to play in New York, Melo, and he, yeah. you know, <laughs> a couple of times when they played bad, Melo would say like, "Yeah, we we played like trash," so you know what I mean? They had yeah. they had a reason to boo though. It, no. bro, I think this too though, yo. I think, but go ahead, girl. The relationship bad. between a fan and a player is is kind of different, bro, because we we didn't all you know made plans to go see a game. You feel me? Like we invest time in going. Like, yo, let's set this up, go see this game this day, this day. We get dressed up. We do all this to go see a game. And then you get there, your team loses by 25. Like, that's a different – that's like, dang, bro. Like, yeah. I, them guys, <laughs> they play every night, so it's nothing to them. So, the fans, you know, that's how they feel. And I, I can understand yeah. it. Like, you get dressed up. This is an event for you. And you, you're yeah. emotionally tied to the game. So, I understand the fans booing because – I just did all this these last couple of weeks, made plans. I got babysitters and all yeah. that. I mean, yeah. you know, so I, I get it from a, a fan perspective as well. Yeah, definitely. But, Real quick, to you too, Shano, because yeah. we we know how you felt about Julius Randle last year. Um, so you you know he he can stress you out a little bit. <laughs> That's why I say I get it. <laughs> I just say just so just as a fan, I I can see why New York was probably booing him. Right. Yeah. What you right. say, Chino? Oh, um, well, I was about to just say, like, I think to 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 back to P's point about what Chuck and Shaq were saying, I think that today's NBA, just as I said that these players are a lot more conscious today. I think they also gone are the days of that's just the way it is. Like right. you saw that, I think LeBron started that. Like, no, nah, I'm going to do and say what I want to say. Like, I can be the, I'm the guy. So that's why I can say this to y'all. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, y'all love me. So I can, I can be who I am. I mean, cause you're going to love me tomorrow and we're going to be tight tomorrow. So I think, you know, I don't think that's a valid thing no more in today's NBA. That's all I was going to say. Like, that's just how it is. I don't think that's a valid thing in the way of the world today. Good point. Period. You know what I mean? True. So that's the that's the Eastern Conference wrap up, man. Let's dang this this dry cough, bro, hit me every 30 minutes, man. I, <laughs> I get rid of this cough, bro. Hey bro, I feel like I'm doing sit-ups trying to hold these coughs and I ain't gonna hold you, bro. Word, so, bro I'm like mm. look, look, I apologize, <laughs> this, bro. This lingering cough from, from COVID, bro, it don't go nowhere, no. man. This, 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 real, bro. Every 30 the number- minutes. 
<laughs> the number one symptom that joint linger, man. Word, man. So, so look, we gonna move from the east and we gonna move on to the west. We can start with the uh with with P's Lakers. They sitting right now at six with, at twenty and nineteen. Looking good, man. Braun been on a been on a little tear for these last couple games, playing good. Oh, P's, what you think about your Lakers, bro? And, and the goat mellow, how you doing over there? Hey, you you saying it better than I can say it, you know, man. <laughs> but um. No, but you, you pretty much hit it right on. It's it's LeBron, man. Like he he been on the tail. I think since he came back, um, I don't know. He was averaging like thirty six and something. Um, I don't know. He just been killing. I, I guess he like he he in that LeBron mode where he's just like, no, nah, we not failing. We not missing no playoffs. Right. Um, since matter of fact, since Anthony Davis went out too, like he's you know LeBron is taking it to another level. Um, I think one game I watched the other night, like he was killing. I think he played the whole full quarter, but you can see he was tired. But he was just like, "No, I'm not ready to let us lose." I think they was playing the Kings, matter of fact, and he just was, he just was doing, you know, what he do. Um, and then another thing, um, Malik Monk been killing as well. Um, uh, Frank Vogel put him in the starting lineup. Since he put him in the starting lineup, he been doing really good. Um, he started playing Dwight Howard again, just being an enforcer, coming in, beating people up. Um, Melo, he's still been putting up his 14, 15 a game. So, but no, overall, I can only say it's been LeBron, man. He's just been doing what he do. That's all. Um, look, at, look at Frank yeah. making adjustments. My bad, please. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, bro, did they take the ball out of Russ's hands? Did, did they look, change I, anything with him? I was just about to say Russ still doing Russ, but I, I will give him his props. He did have one game last week where he had zero turnovers the whole game. Hit the plus for him. Bro. I'm a, yeah, I hit that for him. I'm going um, to mention a couple of names real quick before we keep going. So I, I saw an interview with Russ, and he basically said, you know, the way his style of game, he it's okay for him to have turnovers. P's P shaking oh. his head for y'all that, that's listening. Because <laughs> I think he probably heard it too. But he said he basically justified him having a bunch of turnovers and missing a bunch of shots. That, n- number one. And then number two, the, the, the game P's just mentioned with LeBron and playing the Kings, bro. He was on such a turn. It's so I'm not even a LeBron fan, bro. But just watching him play that game, and I think he got an and one at a certain point, and looked at the Sacramento bench and was like, "I'm a mother effing problem." Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah. I ain't see LeBron play like this in who knows how long, bro. So it's good to see yeah. him playing like this. The Lakers is actually fun to watch, bro. But yeah, go ahead, Pease. What you was about to say about that Russ comment? <laughs> That's, I mean, that's that's the problem right there. He don't think he's doing nothing wrong. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Like, he he don't think he's doing nothing wrong, man. Like, he's talking about he can he can uh, what do you say he can turn the ball over too? Like, no, bro, you the the point guard for the Lakers <laughs> trying to win a championship. You not supposed to turn the ball over. Like, that's, he just don't get it, man. He don't get it, bro. Um, turnovers is never a good thing in basketball. <laughs> my bad to cut you off, but that's blowing my mind right now, bro. He said yeah. it all Turnovers time. is never justifiable. He justified. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, I, don't, I don't know, man. But y'all know, like I said, in the beginning of the season, man, they got to trade him. I don't know who would take him, but you, you got to trade him somehow. Um, I don't know. Even LeBron said he liked what he bring to the team and all that. But LeBron just – LeBron bluffing, man. So I said, like, they got to get on your nerves. Every time y'all get on a run or something, this man turn the ball over. He don't play defense no more like he used to. Nope. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. He, yeah, that make me question this IQ. That make me question this IQ, bro. Because like, okay, you justifying getting turnovers, all right. But that's just saying that, all right, I get turnovers. But you're not talking about when you what, at what point in the game you get in these turnovers, bro. Point. 
That's that. Like, what do you? All right, I can't get turnovers because I play fast up and down. But if you get a turnover when we down two with forty seconds left, that's not good, bro. Even right. if it's the first one, you feel me? That's not good. What are you talking about? Man, crazy. Good point, man. Like I, I was, that was super weird for me to hear him try to justify that. But and and on the other hand, y'all just got rid of Rondo and traded him to Cleveland, right? I believe yeah, they, that went through. So yeah, they they wasn't really using him anyway. So it was yeah. kind of like we ain't missing him. Sorry to say it, because they wasn't using him at all. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, they ain't really missing him, but they ain't getting nothing in return. The dude they got in return, they already cut him to free up a roster spot or something. So I, I hear it. I did hear they trying to trade like uh, DeAndre Jordan, who ain't really doing nothing at this point in his career. Um, they trying, they trying to, they trying to move some pieces around. So hopefully they can pull something off. They definitely still need some help. Bro, am I tripping? The last game I watched, they was playing Sacramento. I'm thinking to myself. I had some tequila that night too. I ain't gonna lie. So I'm sitting there watching the game, and I'm like, "Yo, how long DeAndre Jordan been playing for the Lakers? I thought he played for the Nets. I'm tri- am I tripping? Yes. Nah. Yeah, you tripping. He got he got yeah, you this it. summer. Yes. Oh, I'm tripping, yeah. bro. See, yeah, I'm tripping. I was like, bro, I, mean, <laughs> I ain't seen him play for the Lakers. That's why though. Play for the Lakers this season. Yeah, he be getting t- he he. He was starting at first, but he's been so bad. Like he, he was he what you call now in his career, like he big for nothing. Like he really don't <laughs> like he don't really play <laughs> for real, man. Like he's not no enforcer no more or nothing. Only thing he do is right now he get a, a wide open alley oop or something like that. But other than that, he really don't impact the game no more. Dang, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, I was tripping. My bad basketball fans. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was so com- I was so confused, bro. Like, they make a trade that I ain't know about. Something I don't, know. I don't really watch the Lakers games like that anyway. But yeah, that's that's that was crazy, bro. Yeah. But yeah, so let's let's run down to, um the the West real quick, and then we could talk about my boys because we we ain't sitting in twelfth, so ain't no point in running. <laughs> I might as well run all the way down to where they at. <laughs> mm. So right now you got Phoenix sitting at at one at, at thirty and eight. Boys balling. You got, excuse me. You got Golden State in the second, Utah in third, Memphis in fourth. They balling too now. Uh, Dallas in fifth, Lakers in sixth. And the play in right now, playing hunt. You got Denver, uh, Clippers, Minnesota, and the Spurs. And then you got under that the next two teams. I don't think the last three teams is worth mentioning, so I'll mention these two. You got Sacramento sitting in eleventh, and then Portland sitting in twelfth. Y'all heard my voice just crack. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I ain't, I'm not used to this, bro. How you feeling, bro? Tell us how you feeling, man. I'm not used to this, bro. I'm not used to sitting outside of the playoffs, man, looking in. Outside of the playing, looking in. It's just, it's a weird huh. feeling watching these games. I'm a fan, so I've still been, the, the games that I do watch are Portland games. So, some light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, you you see guys like Anthony Simons dropping 45 getting wins you see guys like you know uh not see a little playing but then you see guys like nerd nervous that's just seem like he ain't he ain't there i mean you got you got uh dane with out with um uh, and the anim, abdom, abdomen injury you know what i mean mm-hmm. injury. you got cj out with the collapsed lung so it's just looking crazy bro uh i watched the games then I end up getting disappointed in the games, but I still watch them and just try to stay up and support my guys. But mm. it's tough, bro. I think. You know how you feel, bro. 
I think I'm on a uh, on the peas train, bro. Hey, go ahead hit the button, bro. Go ahead hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm slow. I think I'm slowly going towards the peas train, man. Seeing Anthony Simons play the way he playing, um, I mean, I guess he he's a scoring guard, but he's more of a shooter than a, a you know a ball handler, which sometimes irritating to me. But I think watching them play without Dame and CJ kind of shows that just adding one of them, they can they can float. You know what I mean? It's not they can still play. So my thought mm-hmm. process is, would it be it'll be a loss, and you know they'll be down. But I think they can plug different players in. So maybe there's time to explore. You know, a, a different avenue. Everybody talking about you know tanking the season. I don't, I'm not a believer in tanking seasons, but everybody talking about you know sitting Dame down and you sit Dame down. That's basically taking the season in a in a strong Western Conference. So, bro, what you what you say? Y'all number twelve right now? Number twelve, bro, behind Sacramento. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and tank that thing, man. Go get a good a high draft pick yeah, or something, man. Go ahead and join the military, bro. Go ahead and tank. Tanking now, <laughs> trying to win. We still. T- <laughs> I don't know, bro. COVID hit us pretty hard, too. So, I don't know. Maybe we can make some trades, I guess. Like, let these young guys shine since Dame and CJ out. Let them shine and maybe bring some trade value to the team. You know, bring some attack, uh, attract some bigger names or some some role players that actually play that role where they can do. And then shout out to Ben McLemore, man. Low-key shooter. I, I had no clue. No, he ain't low-key, boy. I had no clue. Yeah, no, he can shoot. I'm not a yeah. I'm not a Ben McLemore fan. I seen him when he was in Golden State. I think at some point in Sacramento, yeah. shooter, bro, knocked down. Anytime he catch the ball, he's gonna hit a shot. So, just little yeah. things like that can show you what a player like that can do when he playing with a Dame. You know what I mean? Off Dame and what he can bring to the team. So it's dope to watch it in that aspect to see where they can improve. You know what I mean? So that's why that's what I be doing while I'm watching the games. But sad yeah. sad day from Rip City, bro. Sad mm. How y'all feel about him? I already know how P's feel about him. <laughs> yeah, you, ahead, you know. You know how I feel. It's similar to the Boston situation. They didn't try out with their team for a while now. Y'all was y'all started at the Western Conference final that year against Golden State, but it seemed like every year y'all been going downhill. Um while yeah. other teams getting while other teams getting better. You know what I mean? And not not just by trade, like got these younger teams like a Memphis, like they drafting and getting better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, even in, Minnesota, even in Minnesota, you know what I mean? Like they drafted are getting better, but not even trying to be funny, bro, uh, bro. but like y'all getting uh, declining, man. You know what I mean? So I think it's time to try something else. Hey, look, I appreciate the sympathy, bro. bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, bro. I appreciate it, but it is what it is, bro. That's I, I get it. Go ahead, Chino. What you say? I was going to say, bro, if it wasn't the Western Conference, I wouldn't say tank, bro, but like that's too much of an uphill battle. For a team that ain't got it all together yet, not even it's, it's just reality. You know what I mean? I think it's I think the earlier y'all embrace the rebuild, the better y'all can be sooner. You know what I mean? Because Dame won his max. I think y'all give Dame the max Thank and you. give all that other money to to some talent. You know what I mean? Some high level, some high level talent and start the rebuild. Because yeah, the West trying to battle through that West to get even if y'all make the playoffs, bro. Like just this year, just this either go to State or Phoenix year. I think, period. So, like, <laughs> even if y'all get there, it ain't really gonna yeah, come to nothing. You know? Like, like everybody was saying, it ain't really worth a name coming back and re-injuring something that's been nagging them. And you, you know, you run yeah. the max. So that's that's pretty tough. And I think we got players on our team that we can get value for. You know, what I mean, we can get role. Yeah. So you give up a CJ, you can 
and it's hard for me to say that, bro. But you give up a season. Yeah, I get it. You can get, you know, somebody that'll play a role that you need on a team, a high level role player for CJ and some draft picks or right. something like that. That's around it. So man, I'm just looking forward to see what happens. I've been liking what what Chauncey doing through it, you know, battling through it and encouraging the younger players and just watching them on the sideline. He looked natural out there, so that's dope. That's a bright spot as well as Anthony Simons and I said a little. So it's cool to see, man. Hey, hey bro, I just want to say, man, I feel your pain because that's what you're going through now is the same thing I went through with Jimmy and D Rose, bro. Word. Like people saying they ain't like each other and one of them having to go. I did not want to get rid of Jimmy. I almost left the Bulls as a fan with Word. 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 Yeah, so. man. So I don't, I don't know, Chino. I'm a, I'm a, I guess I can ask y'all now. So the top, the top two, top four teams in the NBA look amazing, bro. Chicago, Brooklyn, uh, Golden State, and Phoenix, bro. These playoffs, man. So out of those four, I mean, y'all think that? Do you think the championship go to the West or the East? Just, just real quick. I'm gonna go with my. I'm gonna go. Listen, man. Listen. I'm gonna say this. How about this? If it come out the East, it's coming from us. That'd be tough. But I don't got it coming out the East. Oh, who you got? So you got Golden State or Phoenix? Yeah. That's going to be a tough Western Conference Finals. I think that's where we're going to get to for sure on the Western Conference. So out of those two, who you got going going to the uh, the championship piece? Who you got, bro? Out of, you know, a Phoenix and a uh, Golden State. Oh, let, well, let me say something. I don't have Phoenix going to the, the Western Conference Finals this year. I got I, I got a sleeper pick. I, I think can upset Phoenix. Let's go. So I feel like they, I, I feel like they match up with Phoenix. Who that? The Memphis Grizzlies. Mm. Mm. The Memphis Grizzlies. My bad, my bad. That was wild. Ooh. Great pick. Hoop was I'm calling now, Bro Nation Hoops. What's it? Season three, episode eight. The Memphis Grizzlies. If they meet the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs, they will upset them. I'm calling it now. I like it. Hey, bro, I was fully prepared to disregard whatever it was you was about to say. <laughs> But I can't. No, yeah. Yeah. That's a good. Yo, t- yes, that's tough. I'm telling y'all, bros. Memphis been balling because what well, they was balling when Ja was out. I, went, I think he went on like a, a eight game winning streak or something like that. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. They got back healthy, then Ja came back, and now he playing like a, at an MVP type level. And they man, they they beat Brooklyn the other night. Um, I think they already beat Golden State this year. They beat Phoenix this year. Like they've been hooping, man. So they they gonna be a problem for sure. But good, I still had to say, I still think Golden State gonna win the championship. Though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. bro, this this there, I mean, it looked like the stars is aligning for that to happen. You know, you got you got Steph breaking a record. You got them playing how they playing without the team, without a KD. You know, what I mean, people were saying, can they do it without KD? Even though they did it before KD, but you know, without a KD and without a Clay, you know, and without a James Wiseman. They, people, it's just amazing to see how these guys is just pulling together and pulling these young guys up and embracing it, man. It's it's just dope to see. So I think the stars is aligning for that to happen. I don't think Brooklyn does it be, for the reasons that P spoke about earlier, you know, having Kyrie on and off. That's going to be kind of tough in the playoffs unless something. Listen, Kyrie sit out against us, it's a wrap. It's definitely a wrap. We, hey, we already know that. Against y'all, I'm going to tell you. Word. You get a Chicago and Golden State finals, man. That's that'll be fun to watch too. I think mm-hmm. I think Golden State edged that out as well. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I think so too because we small. Word. So that's the wrap up, man. Look, we we can we can even do segments today. You know, first episode back. 
Or we can skip it if y'all want to. What y'all trying to do? Or we can get this this pea spicy fed to compare at least. I got, I, you know, I always got one in the chamber, man. So I, I got, I got one we can go through real quick. If that's let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's go in. Let's go in the fees. Um, peas fed to compare. Let's go. Now what's going on, Hoot? Was we back, man? So. Uh, like I said, it's, it's a quick, spicy one, you know what I mean? But before I get into it, I'll quickly do a quick shout out to the sponsor of this segment, um, Dimensions Dance Center. Um, Y'all can follow them on uh, Instagram, at Dance with DDC, on Facebook, Dimensions Dance Center. Um, it's the uh, second half of the dance season, but like I said, just go check them out, see what they got to offer. Um, so yeah, go check them out, y'all. All right, so this one, this one going to touch on for my boy Chino. Since this boy is on hot right now, I got... I got I gotta go to y'all boys right now. <laughs> I gotta go. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to your boy DeMar DeRozan. Um okay. you know how he he bought right now. I'm gonna go DeMar DeRozan. Who are you taking? DeMar DeRozan or Bradley Bill? We I, I know we had a segment early in the season where I think we took Bradley Bill over. We took him over somebody like a uh was it Jason Tatum? Say, it was Jason Tatum. So I know how y'all feel yeah. about Bradley Bill. Um so you're taking Bradley Bill or your boy DeMar DeRozan? And because it's DeMar DeRozan, hey. we'll go to you first. Hey, man, that uh, that second game, back-to-back game winner that DeMar DeRozan hit two mm-hmm. days in a row was on Bradley Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, baby, I just – plus, I might be a little biased, I ain't going to lie, because I watch every Chicago Bulls game, and just the way he breaks down – basketball is just beautiful to watch like he's the most patient he he remind uh, not gonna lie bros he played like kobe he's looking real kobe-esque out there these days with the patience the back to the basket the i'm only dribbling to get to where i want to then i'm shooting my shot there's nothing you can do about it you know i got moves.com when i get you on my hip it's just i don't know bro like not not no knock the bread but just i'm the is like at the front of my mind right now, he's going crazy. He's going all right, well, crazy. Let, let, me, so let, me, let me try, you know, you know, I got some stats and all that all the time. So let me try to sure. convince you to, so <laughs> Bradley Bill been in the league for 10 seasons. DeMar been in the league for 13. Um, Bradley Bill been in the playoffs five times. DeMar DeRozan six times. Um, Bradley Bill got three all-star games. DeMar DeRozan got four. Um, mm. For their career, Bradley Bill averaged 22.1, DeMar 20.4. Mm. But of course, this year we know DeMar DeRozan been hitting mm-hmm. the game winners and everything. Um, and the Wizards, they was in the playoff hunt, but I don't know what's going on with him now. Um, no clue. So, I mean, he, he outscored he outscored your boy overall in the career. So, you, you still taking him over? Yeah, because, well, I don't, let me say this too, because I'm a, I'm a real person, Hoopers. I'm, that's not my man. Like the mother rose, I'm a fan because he came to Chicago. I was I don't want everybody. I don't want nobody on my back about that because you know how you know how y'all know how they like to do me, bro, for whatever reason. So that's not my guy. I mean, he's my guy because he's a bull and he's kept. But anyway, outside of that, I think he averaged more because of his time in in uh, San Antonio. They changed, they switched his role, they adjusted his role in San Antonio versus where Brad is at. His role has been increasing over the years, you know what I mean? Steadily. And he's been with Washington since since he started hooping. So I think that's the difference. But even still, you know, that that number, them numbers, it's, it's a lot that determine that. It's a lot, it's a lot that they leave out. You know what I mean? So I'm still going to Demar. You going to Demar? What about you, Garah? 
I'm sitting here in the days. I'm trying, trying to gather my thoughts, but I think <coughs> right now, I think Demar playing at his peak, bro. And I don't think you can deny the talent that he got. And you know, it's funny because what Chino said about Kobe is Kobe-ish is true. I agree. But the way that Demar plays at his own pace, I'm a fan of a player that that don't allow anybody to speed him up or they do what they do, like a Luca. You know that 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 type of player, because they in full control of what they doing at any given point. So, and not to take nothing away from Brad, Brad played the same way actually, but it's just not as smooth, bro. Demar Derozan plays so smooth, and I never really watched him until he got to Chicago. So, of course, I watched him with the Raptors. I think back then we was calling them baby Raptors, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> baby dinosaurs. <laughs> baby dinosaurs back when the podcast. The OG hoopers know what that is. Yeah, so, so I mean, I would have to give it to Demar right now, bro. The way he playing, and if this is his prime, I don't even think this might be his prime for right now. But I think he still got room to grow. But the way he playing, he playing defense, bro. He playing offense. He hitting, missed the, he turning into Mister Fourth Quarter game winners clutch. I think you got to take that over Brad right now, bro. So I'm gonna go with Demar. Ah, so, so we, so we, we. I don't want to say we forgetting, but we know. Uh, Bradley Bill averaged almost like thirty something points a game last season. Last but this, season, yeah. yeah. And then and Demar Derozan, you know, he struggled with the Spurs last season. But of course, we talk about present time, yeah. of course. Right. But so, yeah. so are we going off the one season now? Saying like, no, Demar Derozan, you know, he's, you know, he took that next step. So now, you know, he better than Bradley. Well, not better, but you know, y'all choose him over Bradley. I don't think so. I think him playing with the boys kind of make force you to look at his career and see how he actually was playing in Toronto. And he was doing his thing in Toronto. It was just that he was behind LeBron, bro. The the Cavs in that Eastern during that time, bro, was just running through things. And Miami. Miami or mm. whoever whoever LeBron was with was running through things for like a good 10-year stretch. So that's kind of hard to say. But he was still doing his thing. They just couldn't get over the hump, hence to why we was calling them baby dinosaurs back then. But Wasn't know, they in the Eastern Conference Finals the year before he left? Or the, yeah. or the semis yeah. or something yeah. like that. They, yeah. That's why he thought he was going to stay because of the the run they had that the year before he got traded. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so to see him with the Spurs and you know Popovich, of course, y'all, you know he's a he's a coach, coach. So he don't care what you really bring. You gonna fit into his system and you know thrive in his system or you not. And I don't mm-hmm. think Demar really um thrived there. Just like a Lamarcus Aldridge they ain't really thrived there either. It's it's just his mm-hmm. his system. You gotta either be with it or not. And I think yeah. that point guard. I forgot what that point the Spurs point guard is now, but he's driving in it. So Dejounte Murray yeah. killing. Yeah. So and they and they doing their thing. So I think you gotta look at them all now, where he got his you know the green light, and Brad got the green light. But you know, I think you go with a Demar right now. I'm gonna say this too, bro. It's not this not no like landslide decision. You know what I mean, it's not like yeah. uneven. The only difference for me is, like I said, personally, like their careers, you listed their stats and stuff, it's super close. Like it's it's either one more or less than the other for each category you said. Mm-hmm. So they, it's not easy, but I just watch every Bulls game and see how he's doing what he's doing. And it's amazing to me. Yeah, so that's yeah. the only, that's the only reason I'm giving them the edge, Paul. Yeah. No, nah, look, it's... It's crazy because I was going to go with Bradley Bill. I ain't going to lie. But y'all convinced me to, to change my pick. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. It, it was more so with what Garage just said about the whole um, P. 
people forget before he was with the Spurs with Toronto, they was competing every single year. Right. Um, yeah. So that that part that, that's 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 what got me right there. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. But um and he and was then, the leader of that team every year. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it, and even like just the eye test, and you know, I mean we all big on the eye test, like watching them two play, like say, man, like DeMar DeRozan, like this year just seemed like he know when he found his niche, he hit that switch to it though. Like when I see him play now, Great. like he figured something out, you know what I mean? Like you say, they, nobody can speed him up. He played his pace. Yeah. It seemed like he kind of like one of the OGs in the league now. Like he don't care who playing him. Like he gonna get to a spot. He gonna hit a game winner. He not even celebrating because he already know he, you know, he liked that. So I, I give it to him, man. Yeah, I give it to him. But who was, you know what I mean? Y'all can chime in too. Let us know who y'all take Bradley Bill or uh, DeMar DeRozan. I'm pretty sure some of DC fans out there gonna take Bradley Bill. But um, I'm yeah, let us know. I'm interested to hear some, you know, Bradley Bill argument. So, you know, it, you're fair to compare always spark a, a great discussion, you know what I mean, between Word. us and between the Hoopers out there. So I'm I'm I wanna hear what what the Hoopers got to do got to say. So DeMar DeRozan, Bradley Bill. Another yeah. brief segment, Peeve. I think great one, bro. I think we ended there, bro. <laughs> I don't, I, don't, I don't have my uh, I don't really have my my conversation started this week. You know, it's been a rough week, bro. It took a lot hey. for us to get to where we at right now. So, yeah. no, I was just gonna say real quick, uh, Hoopers, man. Like y'all don't know that this COVID hit a lot of people in different ways, man. It it, it hit Bro Nation hoops, and we ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. Like yeah, in a real bro, way, man. Ran yeah, for sure. Bro Nation hoops, bro. <laughs> bro Nation hoops, families, hey, everything. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, I, I ain't fully prepared. I don't think, to, you know, we ain't put it out there for the Hoopers to, to ask the questions this year. We've been- Yeah, I ain't even put it out. Yeah, we, we've been trying to, you know, just get make sure we can have an episode to give y'all. So, got the guys together. We did it three years. So, I think it was a great episode. Rather, mm-hmm. great episode eight, man. Give us, get a Hoopers to sure. listen to. Some, some, finally, some interesting basketball conversation to listen to. Facts. You ain't got hey, man, it's a good one every time we link up, bro. It's a good one every time. Thanks, man. So, so shout out to the Hoopers out there, man. Shout out to my bros, Chino and Peas. Shout out to our sponsors, Charming Long Care, Dance with DDC, and, and Buzz Mobile and uh, Favors. So shout out to them. Y'all go check them all out. We'll put their um, tags in our in, in the uh, comments below. So don't forget to like, to subscribe, share, keep keep uh, rocking with us, man. We're going to keep doing y'all dope content. Where we ain't stopping, man. COVID set us down for a second, but we ain't stopping. We full throttle with it, bro. Facts, <laughs> Facts man. We back. So, episode eight in the books. Episode nine will be out next week, or we dropping on Thursday. So, again, we appreciate the support. Share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. We be back, man. Bro Nation Hoops. Out. <laughs>